Welcome back, America. Thanks for joining Two Drafts Later. Um, it's been about two drafts, three weeks, six months, and uh, we're finally back. Uh, we definitely took Good a little play. hiatus. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've definitely taken our time. I am your trusty host, Caroline. Uh, I'm joined here remote by my good my good friend and colleague, Tony. Hey, Tony. Yes, hello. I'm here. I am, uh, I'm on the road. This is a test. It seems to be working out pretty well. We'll see how it sounds, though. Yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good in my headphones right now, so you never know, you know. Um, yeah, so Tony is currently headed south to Virginia Beach, uh, I believe, for Memorial Day weekend. Is that right? Is it true? Yeah, I'm heading down there for a nice four-day weekend. Oh, so, jealous. so jealous. So um, jealous. Hopefully you have some Are good you going anywhere? I'm not. I'm staying local. Um, and that was kind of half planned and then half like, oh, man, is it already this weekend? I can't believe it's already May. And, you know, um, but it's good. I'm looking forward to just kind of loafing around. And I haven't really spent much time in my own house. Um, so it'll be nice to actually just be here quietly. So I'm looking forward to that. No, that's awesome. No, yeah. I almost uh, I almost stayed home too. Uh, I kind of was just like, same thing. I was figuring out what to do. And then for a while there, Tumor and I were going to go to the beach. And oh, wow. that kind of like fell, fell through. But that had been fun. So I, like, I didn't have anything planned, but I was like, I don't want to just, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know. You so, didn't know. Yeah. But that'll be, that'll be awesome. That'll yeah. be awesome. Nothing better than a nice weekend at home. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So, yeah, so just to kind of catch up, everybody. So a couple months back, I actually bought a condo, uh, which I call the Chateau, the Castle, um, and also my life savings. And uh, it's got a – It's got it a, very sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, I love it, and I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. It just fits, cool. it fits everything I need right now, and um, it, was, it was very exciting. It was a lot of paperwork. I think the thing – that I was most surprised about with becoming a new homeowner was, you know, everyone talks about mortgage and they talk about, Oh my God, you sign everything and you do this and you do that. And it takes forever. And it does. Um, and then it also goes at like breakneck speed. What I couldn't process and still can't really wrap my mind around is the amount of mail that I receive. I, I think I have more letters per day than I have my entire collective life. And it, it's like, it's genuinely overwhelming because every piece of mail you think like, oh man, is this, is this the one that like breaks the camel's back? Is this where they're like, just kidding, you don't own this? Um, you know, Which you is know. crazy because why are people still sending mail? I don't. And that's another thing. Like I, you know, I, I have a mortgage and I, I, I have my mortgage on an app and I have my mortgage on a website and I have it like all, you know, on this online platform but then at the same time they send me like five letters a week telling me about you know insurance or telling me about this and i'm like dude i can't like i can't even keep what's what actually is in order um you know like what you know it's just it's a lot and i, I can see for the american like for the everyday american that's not paying attention it is definitely like a little bit of a of a sticky situation like it's some rough pumpkins that you could easily get get stuck into it's incredibly wasteful it's incredibly wasteful too. Yeah. I mean, the amount of stuff I throw out daily, I'm like, well, covered this yesterday or that could have been covered in an email or a text. <laughs> like, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a little, no, bit, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the mortgage industry is literally riding um, the lumber 
the lumber industry and just completely come, you know, support it. They just go hand in hand. They do. We either build houses or we either, you know, make paper. What are we doing this year? It's unreal. So, um, um, yeah. You, and so your, your condo is, is on a golf course, which we played. What is it, on the fourth hole? It is on the fourth hole. And I think it's the longest so, hole, not just at the golf course, but also that I've played in my life. Like, it is a par five that could have been a par seven. Um, it is it's so it's long. long. And so hey, you're at the tee box. And Caroline's house is kind of like back into the left. And it's mm-hmm. on the bottom floor, and you look through the woods, and you can see, like, her back patio, and it's really cool. And so we're on the tee box, and Caroline's explaining where the house is, and we said, well, good, it's in a safe spot. Nobody can hit it. And Truman goes first and laces the ball off of this tree, and it ricochets probably 10 feet away from your back patio. It was haunting. <laughs> it was haunting. I had, I never – It could, like, could not have been more on cue. Yes. That it just – and geometry be damned. No one saw that angle coming at that velocity. Um, yeah, yeah. Not at all. No, I was I was terrified. And the, be- the best was we, yeah. we visited your condo after golf and we got two in the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he 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 didn't have a great. I'm not saying he had a bad round, but I didn't say I wouldn't say he had a great round. There was also another hole that we played here, and there was a warning sign as you approached the tee box that said, "Hey." narrow fairway houses line the fairway so everybody else is like no question um obviously try to keep it keep it as straight as possible you know or a little less less right yeah. than usual and tuman take I, a little off the swing yeah i think tuman hit probably his best hardest ball like i don't think he could have swung harder or made more connection with a golf ball than he did and all you hear is just this whack and possibly hitting a house and him. It didn't come down. There was definitely no kick out to the fairway and him just turning around going, do you think, do you think I could play through? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Well, play it. Yeah. And the best was we get up a little further, get up a little further. And he literally took a tree branch down. <laughs> like, like it cut the tree branch down like a yeah. medium sized tree branch. Yeah. Not just a twig. Cut it down. Yeah. Just gone. Just Groot's arm. Yeah. Just gone. Yeah, oh, he, what a, that was a fun time though. That was a great, that was a great round. We've had a couple good rounds as of late. Um, we got to play renditions up in Maryland. And I think that was probably one of the coolest courses I've ever experienced. I had at, um, what is it? It's, uh, I think it's Halos or Heaven's Corner. Can't remember the name. Um, I chipped it in off of the mulch. Um, yeah, yeah. Devil's, Devil's, Devil's Alley. What was it? Yeah. Called? You called it, I think you kept calling it like Devil's Backbone or, you know, Schindler's kneecap or Devil's something. <laughs> and, uh, but it was like, it's like, it's like heaven's corner or halo. I think it's heaven or angel's corner. I don't know. I should probably know it's it. At the masters. Yeah. It's at the masters and it's this famous hole. And, um, I was just so happy that I was, I was dry. Now we have our favorite segment that everyone loves, even though this is our first time doing it, but it is the hit segment. Fumble fumbles. Boop, boop, boop. Now, uh, I would, I would just like to say that uh, a lot of people probably think Fumble Fumbles is about Caroline and I's experiences on horrible dates, which is true to a degree. But I would say that most of the time, the uh, the horrible date person is me. Like, usually I'm the one that's putting my foot directly in my mouth and making myself look like an idiot. Usually it's not the girl. So I would just like to say that we're not making fun of other people, and but more so myself in a lot of cases. I'm proud of you. 
you know, the first step in yeah. solving the problem is admitting that you have a problem, Tony. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's just, yeah, I don't know what it is. For what it's worth, listeners, but, um, Tony and I have spoken about this, obviously, off um, off of the podcast. And uh, I think in, in, in due time, um, we're going to open up the floor. And instead of having it kind of like be a Delilah show where you call in and you know, ask for love and ask for support and guidance or songs, specifically songs. Um, we're going to flip it and we're going to have you guys give us tips and, uh, how did, how did, or what we could have not done. <laughs> I think it's not necessarily yeah. what you should do. It's don't do that is more, more or less. Yeah. The theme some advice. Yeah. Some best practices. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm falling flat on my face for sure. Yeah. And you know but, what? Uh, well, let let them talk is what I say. Let them talk. Oh yeah. Well I think I think they're probably talking for sure. <laughs> they probably have great stories that they're telling their girlfriends about me. But that's okay. If I lead off you want me to. Yeah, I kinda wanna hear about your most recent one. I do have one about a beekeeper. Um but okay. which is All confusing right. in and of itself. But yeah. Yours go yours is a good one. So I'll go I'll go first. So uh I went on a date uh last week with a young lady very nice girl she worked down uh she worked down in uh dc very nice girl so we go out we meet and you know we're, we're kind of hitting it off we've been texting for a while and so we're hitting it off over drinks and we go for food and stuff and so anyway she's from connecticut and so i'm trying to explain to her where mount st mary's is and uh i finally said well you know where gettysburg is and she said yeah and i said oh okay I said, well, it's 10 miles south of Gettysburg. And so she, um, she's a little bit younger. She's 24. So I'm, I'm 29. And so she said that, uh, I said, it's a little bit south of Gettysburg. She said, oh, okay. I went on a field trip in eighth grade in Gettysburg. To Gettysburg. And I said, oh, that's, that's cool. I said, if you'd just gone 10 miles south, you could have seen Mount St. Mary's. And it's kind of like a long pause. And, and she goes, uh, and I, I could have visited you. And I said, no, like I, you were in eighth grade and, and I'm sitting there, I start doing the math and I go, I would have been, eighth, I would have been, I, yeah, I'd have been a freshman at Mount St. Mary's. Yes, you could have, you could have seen me. <laughs> and like, I just didn't know what to, what to say after that. It was like, oh, oh man. Yeah, that's, that's true. I and, love, uh, I love how much of a good man you are that even in a hyperbole situation of it could it didn't even happen like it could have happened it didn't happen you're like no that's inappropriate like you're you're it a was child. Just, I was a freshman in, I was a freshman boy in college like unacceptable the date goes no yeah, further and it, your your catholic little mindset immediately wrapped up and I love that love that well I think too I was also amazed because it was like such a great comment by her because she kind of did it with a smirk like Oh yeah, you'd have been a freshman, and I was like, "No way!" Oh shit, yeah, that's true. Uh, so it was kind of cool, but uh, yeah, nice, nice girl. Uh, never heard from her again. So yeah, it went well. Is that? I think maybe that's what we should really be calling um, the Bumble Fumble because eventually, I mean, that's the segment that I think we have here is nice girl. Never heard from her again. <laughs> nice girl. That is the story of my life. I think. Right. Nice girl. Never heard from her again. Hope she's doing well. Uh, Better often. Um, yeah. 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 
I so yeah, so that's my uh, that's my bumble fumble. Where did you guys go? Anywhere good? Uh, we went to Capitol Hill, which I never had really been to. Aside from uh, we went to an after party at a wedding there once. Uh, it was cool. We went. I mean, I love Mexican food, so we went and had drinks at a bar, and then we went and got Mexican food. Had a great time. All these girls that tell me that that never talk to me again, they always tell me they had a great time and that they want to hang out again, and then but then they never do. Well, I don't know. Uh, she was a nice girl. I definitely would have hung out again if she'd have wanted to, but uh, that didn't happen. So yeah. So is it is it the follow up? I mean, you. I feel like you have some pretty good game though. And is it like? I mean, obviously you you do pretty well in the front side. So it's like post post date. Know. Maybe it's your maybe it's your post date texting. Like, are you? I don't. I don't know what it is. It's got to be something. I uh. I. I, I don't know. I I don't think I texted right away. I'm pretty sure she texted and said, like, had a great time. Let's do it again. And then I said, like, yeah, definitely. And then never heard from her again. Well, that's your problem. You uh, said definitely. That's it. <laughs> well, yeah, I was maybe. I, yeah, maybe I'm too forward. I don't know. The three day rule, I've thrown out the window. So, like, I text that day. I don't know what it is, but I am messing up. And then I'll text them, like, three days later and be like, hey, how's life? And then never hear from her again. Wait, you throw a uh, how's life text three days in, not three days a, after? I don't say how, I don't say how's life. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? You know, like if we go out on a okay. Thursday, cool. I'll text her the following Monday. If I don't hear from her in four days, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe it's in my court. Yeah. No, you had me nervous. I was like, the so how's life is kind of, it's a little heavy. Yeah. Be like, well. No, no, definitely wouldn't. No, it's always like, hey, how's it going? Or okay. I'll ask them, like, maybe what they had going on. They told me what they had going on. I'll ask you, like, hey, how'd that go? And they never, they never respond. Right, right. Yeah, you know, girls can be catty, though. You never know. And I feel like, like, I, I recently, so back in October. Oh, my gosh, was it October? Yeah, early October, I went on a date. I went on a date with a girl and hooked up with this girl that night. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just made out like high school make out. And, um, the, I'll never forget it because we went out again and then I travel a lot for work. So I kind of like, I kind of pushed it off to the side. And then literally that this past weekend, I got a text message of, of like a booty call in the middle of the night. And I, I could not stop laughing at like what was going through her mind of her Rolodex of people that she's dated. Um, she's a cute girl. And I, like that she was like, you know what? It's been almost six months, maybe seven. I have got to talk to Caroline again. I have got to talk to her tonight at midnight in DC. And I, there's something in my mind that like, I don't know, that little, that little mouse that's rocking in the wheel is just like, what? And then what is that? What is that idea we've got going? That's where I think though that you're you're doing something right because seven months later you got a response. Like I don't even get a response <laughs> seven months later where it's like, it's the, oh yeah, that guy. I feel like I'm deep sea fishing. Like the hook is in, and then I just let him go. I let him go, and I let him go, and then you know you just got to let them tire out. It's <laughs> really my mentality. I yeah. think dating. Should and I that's what that's what you go with. Maybe I shouldn't use that as my mentality towards dating. That like, oh yeah. If that's your metaphor, I think my metaphor is that I hook them, I bring them on the boat, unhook them, and then they flop around as I try and catch them. They go back in the water. You know what? I don't think that's I've a, ever more that's a minus. analogy than what we have here. I mean, that is a perfect yeah side by side comparison of exactly kind of what's going on. 
Cause I'm not, I'm not a, a, a short term kind of, I can't do the, I can't do the fast term date around. And you also do the three or four at a time. You talk to three or four girls at a time. I can barely keep my own first name straight these days. I've got like four Emily's that I'm talking to. And I genuinely feel like I'm a kindergartner teacher. I'm like, I'm an, it's enough. That's enough. Emily S. And Emily W. <laughs> yeah, and that's the worst part with because it's Bumble or Tinder. I don't know their last names. They're all categorized in my phone with their first name and then a Bumblebee emoji. And then depending upon how how far or how much I like them, they get more Bumblebees. I'm literally turning into a kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized you that get a certain number yeah. of stars. Yeah, like I legit I rank them. I'm like, oh, that's a three. That's a three. That's a three B day right there. And then, you know, they, they make a comment about, you know, politics. And I'm like, and eh, we're back to a two. <laughs> like, what's the highest, what's the highest they can get? A five B? I'm a four. My lucky number is four. So that's as far as it goes before I'm like, let's get married. <laughs> so have you ever had a four B? I had a four and then it demoted itself. So yeah. So she had a, she backed off. And um, so slowly she Dang. lost. Yeah. She lost her bees, you know, and that happens. Some bees in the hive, you know what I mean? So. Pretty impressive though. I like that system. Right. I, it, I, it helps me in terms of cataloging them because a lot, there's so many Katie's and Megan's and Emily's. My God, what was the, what were the eighties and nineties without those names? I don't even, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's true. And I think, I think you made a good point there. If there's one word that describes uh, dating, it's cataloging. <laughs> I think that's I think that's really key in I, the dating world. <laughs> I think you're right. I'm kind of worried about my my note on the fishing. future. Yeah, deep sea fishing and cataloging is how I describe my love life. <laughs> if you had to use two words, Tony, to describe your love life, what words do you think you would use? Uh, lost hope. <laughs> Oh, that's rich. Yeah. That's rich. Um, yeah. Probably it. Yeah. All right. So let's hear, let's hear the uh, bumblebee fumble from the, from the beekeeper. Ironically. Yeah. Natural segue. So I went on a date with a girl who was really nice. Her name was naturally Abby, a bee, if you will, if you've never said that name correctly, it's a bee. So yeah. So we went on this date. It was a pretty nice date. Um, it was going well ish, you know, it was awkward at first and then whatever. And, um, you can definitely tell that she was a little bit more introverted and I, I naturally gravitate, I think, towards more introverted people. So I felt very comfortable. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like, I just kind of started talking to her about her hobbies. And next thing you know, she was like, oh, well, and I'm also a amateur beekeeper. And I was like, oh, is there, are there levels? Like, can you be a novice, like a professional, like extreme beekeeper? Like, what do you... I don't understand. Like, I like honey. So tell me what you know. And, um, she looked at me so like, this wasn't a joke. And I was just trying to continue to break the ice a little bit. And I realized that you can't break this ice. Um, <laughs> and she, she started talking about how like, Oh, this week is feeding. She has to feed the bees. And I was like, I, 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 I clear as day. I can remember being like, what do you feed bees like I know bees kind of like get attracted they get attracted to pollen hence why I'm always allergic and sneezing and um I was like but I really don't know the mechanics and she looked at me like I was the dumbest human being ever and I go is it like a sugar water kind of like a men in black kind of scenario where they're like 
they like sugar water, just more sugar water. And she was like, yeah. And instantly I was like, this date goes no further because of how, how much she expected me to be accepting or knowledgeable as well of these. But it wasn't like I was not interested. It was the way that she disengaged with me that I was like, screw, screw you. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was the weirdest, like, interaction after that. And I couldn't help but think in getting in my car later and driving home and being like, I lost this to a bumblebee. Like this, had she not fallen into this random hobby of collecting insects in her backyard, I would probably continue to date this person. But because she, she runs this colony of, of insects and I don't know enough about it. I was suddenly beneath her and I was like, no, oh, this is weird. Leave it to the lesbians to ruin insects and bumblebees. You know, can't say it enough. Yeah. I, I'm still convinced that she was an alien and that's why she <laughs> drank a lot of sugar water and stuff. I, I'm still convinced that she's not from this planet. Right. All I could think about when yeah. she, when she confirmed that it was sugar water was that horrendous scene of, from Men in Black. Edgar. When, yeah, when he was wearing an Edgar suit. Yeah, it was an Edgar. I mean, he was wearing like an Edgar suit, you know, and it was her horrible upstate New York accent or whatever it was. And she, you know, and he's walking around, he's walking around New York and his skin's hanging off his bones. And he's just chugging sugar water and it's disgusting. And that's all I could think about while she was berating me for not knowing that, diddly. And I was like, you know, no, that's, uh, stick it in your eye. Yeah. Yeah. Who keeps bees? Who has that kind of time? I I have like a, I have two plants and I feel like it's like those are my children. I'm like oh god I gotta let the plants out like uh you know like no one says that. Yeah. But um, no. And do you, I mean do you name them all too? I mean how many bees to name? <laughs> There's Harry. No that's Harry. No that's yeah yeah. Like that's yeah. Harry W. <laughs> yeah like what do you do? Do you also catalog them and then that's how we're back? You know. So, so tough. But, like, I don't even yeah, know, so like, how do you fall into this? Like, this is something that, like, you must, I don't, like, I don't get it, Tony. Like, you must start somewhere, right? Like, someone must either give you a bee or do they give you, like, a colony and eventually you start to attract bees? Like, how, I had so many questions that car ride home while I was yeah. angry that I didn't get to answer. And I refused to Google them. That's not, that's not the internet's job. This would have been the time to turn some leaves over and learn. Um, no, yeah, yeah, that's somebody else's job. But yeah, I just, usually when I come upon a beehive, I'm worried. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to tend to it. I don't want to engage with that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, you get I'm it. Gonna, I'm not going to put on a, uh, a netting hat and be like, well, I'm going to try and tickle them with, <laughs> with uh water yeah they'll love it they love when i feed them like no they want to yeah. kill you because you're ripping their home apart slowly yeah. i don't get it i don't get it tony and i'm super I, and i, I get it yeah and i had issues i mean like I, I i've got horrible allergies here in virginia like it's offensive to me that you're raising them you know it's offensive it's offensive you know <laughs> oh man snake oil. i won't take this snake That's good so yeah, that's how I feel about that. So good. Yeah. So that was my bumble fumble. So, um, those, those are our bumble fumbles for the uh, for the week. I do want to note though, um, 
you did make a comment to me recently about a joke that you tried to to crack at a date. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do it. I have another bubble fumble if we, <laughs> if we, would, uh, if we want to move further. Um, yeah, I just want yeah, so, like, uh, like a good a good example of some, some conversation tips from Tony, you know? Yeah, yeah, and this is a good one. So, like, this is what not to do on a date. So, um, Caroline and I have been working on this podcast, and we've also been talking about trying to do some sort of uh, improv or maybe dual stand-up routine together. And so I've been writing jokes. Uh, and so just like nonstop, I have like a note in my in my phone where I'm just constantly writing stuff that I think is funny or could be funny or whatnot. And so my latest one, I decided that I was going to try uh, on this Bumble date with this girl. Mm-hmm. And so uh, very nice young lady. And so we were hanging out. And um, basically everyone has knows what Amazon Prime is, right? So uh, if, when you click to buy on something, you can a lot of times look at Amazon Marketplace. And Amazon Marketplace is like the same item, and it's still new. But um, a lot of times, like, the package will be opened or, like, it fell off the back of a truck or, uh, like, it has, like, a small scratch in it. I think it has to be, like, less than a centimeter or something. The item works fine, but cosmetically or packaging-wise, it looks different. No big deal. A lot of times it's much cheaper. So I am out on the date with this with this lady, this young lady, and I decide to pitch her my new joke. And I said, Yeah, I said, Hey, uh, you want to hear my one of my new jokes? I said, Online dating is kind of like uh, Amazon Marketplace. She kind of looked at me, and I'm like, You know, uh, because you're not sure what you're gonna get, and you're probably gonna get there, and the item might be dented scratched or already open but it still works fine how that wasn't about halfway (laughs) i don't know tony about about halfway through the joke i was like this was a bad idea but i kept going with it so you got to give me that and so she kind of looks at me and at that point i'm like oh shit that was stupid (laughs) and she goes is that what you think this is and i was like no, no. I was like, but haven't you had a lot of bad online dating experiences? And that's kind of like what saved it, because then she started talking about her bad online dating experiences. Ugh. But uh, yeah, for about five seconds there, it was kind of like, hmm, I'm about to have somebody walk out on me for the first time ever. <laughs> I can't, I don't know why, though. I mean, you just called them a dented, you know, object from an online yeah. store. Um, that fell off the back of a truck. I literally was like, yeah, they, of a truck. but they still work. You know, someone else has returned them. That's all. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I like, think that was, isn't that part of um, St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians? Like, love is kind, love is patient, yeah. love is off the back love of the truck. Yeah, love is returned. Yeah, love is 30-day Prime membership. Um, I think the best part about it was that I rushed to the bathroom to text you about how bad of my, just my foot my mouth. And I couldn't wait to tell you. Yeah, it was instantly remind me to tell you about my bumble fumble. And I and I was like, Do you want to tell me now? And you're like, I can't. And that's when I knew. Uh oh, he's still I'm it's still there. It's still alive. Um there have been so many good, horrible experiences. Um we could go into them. I, I really am looking forward to doing um this segment I think, more. Yeah. Uh, Young girl, what I think the new title or the the hybrid title, or maybe I don't even know a sequel of it, could be the young girl never heard from her again. Um, 
section. I love that title for segment. this because that's really, yeah, that's really like, it's not where, oh, what went wrong? It's like, no, we, we have a pretty good idea of what, what transpired. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not like, you know, there, needing Sherlock Holmes to crack the case or blow it wide open. Like it's the writings on the wall for us most of the time. There's, there's definitely a few of them where it's kind of like, Oh, you said that? Well, now I see why she didn't text you. <laughs> Definitely Aww. a few of those that uh, that I've managed to hit right on the head. Yeah, just out of the but, uh, No, I think this is, I think it's going to be a really fun segment. One of the things I want to do is when we have a guest, I want to ask them about their online dating experiences. Because I think everybody has these stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's going to be really. I think it's going to be really fun. I certainly agree. I think... Um, for some of our listeners, I mean, I don't think they're, I'm, unless you're, unless you got married immediately in 2010 or 2011 and then on, it seems like you either know of Tinder and Bumble and like this world, right? Or, you know, you only know your spouse and you pity us as simpletons. Um, like there's this like incredible disconnect, but the people that are, that know this lifestyle of like, oh, you oh you've never swiped right on a stranger and then had to talk to them randomly through text and like be funny entertaining cute and um attractive <laughs> like oh you've never done that with seven yeah. different strangers at the same time that's crazy there's something like the people that do this like i have a phd in tinder i have a i have two doctorates in bumble and i still am getting just just coming up goose eggs um and I don't know if it's it's just necessarily me or if it's just also the world is an awful place. <laughs> like, you know, what's out there? I, I, I think, say. yeah, I think to a degree that, that's very true. I think that, uh, not to get off on a tangent, but I think a lot of people, not so much maybe with, you know, with online dating, but just in general, so many people are scared to commit because they're like, well, what am I going to miss if I commit? You know, what else is out there? Because everyone knows what else is out there. Back right. in the day, it was like, 200 people in a town and you knew you were going to date so-and-so because that was all you knew the rest of the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Now, I, now there's a whole world out there. And so if you start dating Becky, you're like, well, wait a second. What about Amanda in 10 years? <laughs> yeah. I constantly like in these moments of hilarious bumble fumbles, I think back to my grandparents, my grandmother telling me how she met my grandfather and he was a drunk, um, you know, guy from the military, an army guy that fell asleep on her best friend's couch. And she was like, who's that soldier? And then there they are. They've been married for over 50 years, right? Like that doesn't happen (laughs) to most people. Um, I need to find my soldier. Yeah. I'm constantly like, if I find somebody passed out on my, my friend's couch, I'm like, should we leave? Like, should we call the cops? Like it's not usually a good experience in this day and age. So um, yeah, it's so definitely, true. you got to take it with a grain of salt being a, a millennial or a gen X or gen. I don't even know what gen we are, but we're something. Um, so gen yeah, alphabet. gen alphabet. Yeah. But no, the, the bumble fumbles are going to be, they're going to be good. We welcome them with open arms and open hearts. We do your stories, true. your bravery true. is welcome. They, they are, yeah. I'm getting quite good at them. Yeah. So you have an amazing story from New York that you've been waiting to tell me. And so yeah, me and the listeners are ready. I don't know if you really are, Tony. Um, and and to to those who are out there and or to those who witnessed it, I am still so sorry and so embarrassed. 
Um, so yeah, Tony, I have not told you anything. I gave you, I did the memento movie where I gave you the ending, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back to the beginning. So, uh, my good friend, yeah, my good friend and college, uh, college friend and grad school roommate, um, got married up in Long Island, New York. And I had the privilege and pleasure of going to attend that wedding and then ultimately going to the, to the reception. And this was a gorgeous venue. I mean, absolutely stunning venue. Um, we were in a room with probably, I think, 15 to 20 chandeliers that were the size of VW buses, if you can imagine this. I mean, it was like being in Versailles, wow. New York Versailles, how I can describe it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And there was about 250 people at the wedding. Um, so it was, it was a packed house. They had a band that could have sold out Madison Square Garden, if you ask me. They, I, no one ever compliments the band. No one... They never do a great job. I'll tell you what, there was not a person in that room that didn't fall in love with that band. I wanted their album. And, um, wow. Yeah, just phenomenal. They did everything. They did Bruno Mars. They did Billy Joel. They did like Katy Perry. They crushed it. And then they did like classic, you know, they did The Outfield. They did Your Love by The Outfield. Like amazing, you know, uh, breadth of, of songs and skill. So, I decided um, it was a black tie optional wedding. So I, I obviously we dressed up a little bit more than, than usual. Um, and I wore a, it was, it's a, it's called a jumpsuit. And so it's, you know, for all the ladies out there, you know what this is, but for the men, it's basically like putting on um, a mechanics overalls in a fancy way. And, uh, and that's kind of your, your attire, right? So it goes over the legs and then you got to do over the back, once you're in, you're in. If you have to go to the bathroom, you bring a friend. Like there's really, you are in the thing. And then they had these long palazzo pants, which again, for the men um, or our straight men out there, they're these bell-shaped pants. And I wore big blue, beautiful heels. I love these shoes. I actually, being for, for who I am and how I am as a person, I loved these heels. Um, Anyway, so they also had pockets, which if you know anything about me in this world, I base my entire fashion sense on two things, what doesn't itch and what has pockets. So naturally I fell in love with this outfit. Um, and I was out on the dance floor with the entire group. It was early in the night. We had only had maybe a champagne and like, um, it was the Kentucky Derby day. So we had a, a Derby, what was it? A Derby mule or Kentucky mule or something. It was phenomenal. So I'm very sober, very, very sober, but the band was amazing. And my friend Kristen kept giving me her cell phone to put in my pocket. And I'm like, that's not your pocket. So I was like, Kristen, let me go put your phone on our table. Our table could not have been closer to the dance floor. It was probably like 10, 12 steps away. So I backed away from this massive dance group of all my college friends. And um, I took two, two to three maybe simple human steps. And in, that, in one of the steps, my right foot, the right toe of my shoe connected with the inside of my left pant leg. And it was like a scene from like, you know, Tom and Jerry, when he lassos, you know, the, like Jerry will lasso Tom and just, he just goes down in a solid, like a tree in a wood, right? Just, Pow! and I went down so fast and so hard and so loud that I stopped the band from playing. Like they, <laughs> the band you know the saying, like, the band played on? Did not happen, Tony. They didn't play. They, didn't, did, play they didn't play on. They dead stopped. And so I am prostrate to the ground. I My arm is splayed out. Kristen's phone is, like, completely across the room. 
Um, the band has stopped. The entire room turns around to look at this this body that has just hit the floor. And I'm not a small girl, <laughs> so it was it was a solid hit. And the room goes silent. And in this moment of pure panic of oh my god, please please tell me this is a nightmare, and this isn't me. I'm watching this from another spot or whatever. I look up and directly in front of me, so where if I was facing where I was facing originally, um, I see one of my friends from across the room. I'm talking like four or five tables deep holding my blue heel. And I'm like, oh my God, I fell so hard. I knocked a shoe off. <laughs> like, are you kidding? And so I look back at my feet and I realize, no, I've knocked both of my shoes off. So now I'm like, well, shit, where's the other shoe? And that's when I catch eyes with the maitre d' who's on the opposite side of the room and he has the other shoe. That's right. My shoes, the second that I hit the ground with all the spandex in my pant legs, shot like cannons, just boom, across this massive room to the point where two humans are bringing me my shoes from across the room. And I, I, as I go to pick myself up, everyone is still in complete silence, by the way. The wedding has stopped. Um, people are Unreal. concerned for my health. Yeah. Everyone is just dead silent, so thankful that it wasn't them, obviously looking at me with such anxiety. And one person, one friend of mine that I've met a few times, right, a few times, comes around the group and starts going, just laughing her head off. And I'm like, <laughs> ow, ow, everything hurts. Like my body had just been slapped by parquet flooring. And and I'm, I'm and now my anxiety is taking over. And so my friend, my one friend hands me the shoe. She was like, oh my God, that went so far. And then the maitre d' is like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, not really. And in this moment, of like trying to gather my life together and realizing, deciding, should I, should I just move to, you know, the other side of the world or Antarctica now, or should I wait a year? Like, do I, what do I do? How do I get out of this? In that yeah, single yeah. instance, the wedding photographer spins me around. Okay. Like a doll just spins me around, grabs like 15 of my closest friends right next to me. that are trying to comfort me in my moment of awful and takes 30 photos of me. Like unbelievably inhuman oh, moment on, by on the photographer, or like did oh, he yeah. miss it? Oh yeah, and he's laughing. He's like, "Oh, I got it all on film. Don't worry." And I'm like, "No, I'll worry because this is why I hate Facebook. Like, this is this is why people have issues." Um, yeah. So yeah. So I had uh, I I had this oh. massive bruise on my knee. I ripped a little bit of my pants. Um, my ego was snapped in half. Um, but you know what? I, I went to the bathroom, I took a look at myself and I said, you know, at least you're not bleeding. Let's get back out there and show these people how to dance. And it was a phenomenal night, but man, man, did that hurt in more ways than one physically, emotionally, possibly sexually. I don't know. So good. Yeah. Just have, the band did not play on is how I leave you with that. Questions? Oh questions no that's just i'm 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 in all i don't uh i don't know what to say right you've i mean tony you've been with me at a wedding you've seen me as you will in action right if you will um yeah i wouldn't say that i'm out of control i wouldn't say that i get like ironically like i actually kind of tone it back a little bit like i go harder on wednesday nights than i do at weddings um yeah definitely 
because for some reason I think like well, it's, it's a family event. So I'm always like, well, you never know. There's always a grandmother in the room that will bring this up. But it's fun in general because it's like a happy time, you know, it's yeah. like it's something different. Exactly. Exactly. Now, as our listeners may remember, Tony and I really reconnected with um, our recent trip in, not recent, actually, it's been almost a year. Tony, can you believe that? It's been almost a year since Leia got married to Aina. And um, it all crazy. began, yeah, it all began at a wedding, really. A really exciting trip coming up that we can't talk about, though. We sure do. Um, yeah, there's, we can give you little to no details, um, but it involves an adventure, allegedly some close friends, um, possibly the... Yeah. The southwest, the northwest, the northeast. I don't really know where we're going, but it's going to be big. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. That's all we can tell you. Sorry, listeners. I know you're disappointed, but um, if anybody's out there, you'll you'll find out eventually. We'll tell you as soon as we can. Maybe that'll be our first Instagram post, finally. Because we've really not done oh, that's true. anything, as well as not posted our, our podcast well, we have not done anything on social media. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, it's not anti-social media, right? We're not like, it's not like we're intentionally doing this. We just haven't done it yet. We'll get to it when we get to it. I don't think it's a good thing. I don't, <laughs> there's no groundswell is what you're saying? You, you think we should change that? No, it's true. But I got to say, I think this one is our most complete recording yet. I agree. I agree. And ironically, it's definitely the most unique in the fact that we're not sitting next to each other. It's not, you know, like we're sitting in a proper... I'm in the car. Yeah, you're in the car. You're remote. You're... I mean, what a time to be alive. You know, here we are. (laughs) Look at us, children of the future. We're, We're recording a podcast. You're in a car on a cell phone. Like, what year is it? 3,000? I don't know. No, it's 2018. So good. Yep. But, well, until the next one, folks. This was Two Drafts Later. Hey, all. Thanks for listening to Two Drafts Later. You can follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Two Drafts Later. And you can also send us an email if you like. It's twodraftslater at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any comments or new ideas or things you want to hear more of. We're open to everything. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe here so you don't miss any future episodes we might post. We're going to try and post one a week, so tune in next week.